smart politics for stupid times. Welcome to the Unprecedented Podcast with John Aravosis and Cliff Schechter. Hey everybody, John Aravosis here with Cliff Schechter. So for today, we're going to talk about, if we have time, four topics. The first, of course, is Manafort. That's a given. And the uh, the sentencing or lack thereof last night. <laughs> yeah. um, the second is a little bit of an update on the... Uh, the anti-Semitism. More of a phrase than a sentence, if you More will. than a phrase. Yeah. That, that, oh, that's good, actually. Yes. It's more than, yeah, a comma. Exactly. Um, but uh, the second issue will be the uh, anti-Semitism resolution, Representative Omar, all that stuff that doesn't seem to be going away. More, There's more today. Um, we're going to talk about a really interesting topic that Cliff and I have both mentioned before, whether Donald Trump will actually leave in 2020 if he loses or whether he'll just say, I'm not going anywhere. Whether he'll just kind of become like like an old beanbag in the White House, you know, like old and kind of squishy. Which he already is. Right, but he'll just refuse to leave. And in some ways, he'll kind of like congeal into the floor, I think, or maybe, you know, some of the other furniture. And you'll be like, oh, yeah, that's just Donald Trump there. Couldn't you imagine 2022 and you've got like President Harris or something in the White House and, you know, state dinner or whatever, and there's some flat, fat blob in the background in like a dirty bathrobe, like sauntering across the room. And people are like, what the hell was that? Oh, that's just, he won't leave. Yep. That's exactly right. <laughs> Literally be like, this what Trump, he just hangs out here. He doesn't, you know, he <laughs> just stays here uh, and uh, finds way to, ways to bankrupt different funds that we have. The, uh, and then the final issue, again, if we have time, uh, we're going to talk about Joe Biden and some comments that were recently unearthed that he had made in the early 1970s about desegregation that were critical of desegregation and use that as a little bit of a launch board to a larger discussion on this whole issue. Context, time. Yep. Can you look back and say, you know, well, things like George Washington would be a great president, but he owned slaves. Um, well, in his time, he owned slaves. He released them when he died and didn't split up families. And all this sounds like a terrible, terrible way of justifying slavery, which I'm not because it was abhorrent and sickening. And yet for his time, better than most. These are the things we all have to look yeah. through history and find because everything we're saying today will look out of date 30 years from now. <laughs> yep. Just saying. So that's the so that's the topic. So, I mean, Cliff, we can start with Manafort. Do you want to just tell people just in case? Because you never know. Not everybody might have been following like we did what happened last night with Manafort's sentencing. So Manafort, as you know, um, has, uh, you know, I think this particular um, sentence or phrase, if you will, was for well, this one was for the the fraud, right? Tax evasion, a variety of, of crimes he's committed. There are other right. ones coming. Right. Um, the sentencing recommendation from uh, the feds was 19 to 24 years. And I'm only laughing because how ridiculous it is. Uh, and of course, he was given by Judge um, Whitey, Vic, Whitey McVanilla Wonderbread, um, Mr. Judge Ellis, who was a Reagan appointee. And if you look at his record, uh, you may remember, his, well, I'll say what he did first. He only gave him 47 months, which everybody reacted with. That's absolutely effing ludicrous. Right. Um, Again, he may have thought that the, if he were a legitimate judge, which I question whether he is now, not just because of this decision, it's comparing it to others. I believe he's the judge that gave, you may remember the, the Democratic uh, representative, I believe from Louisiana, William Jefferson, who they found like 90 grand in his fridge. Do you remember that guy or in the freezer? Vaguely. I remember a freezer with all sorts of crazy stuff. Yeah. Yes. He was African-American. He is African-American. I think he was given 13 years for 90 grand. This guy- uh, was was trading secrets and sharing polling information 
uh, was was you know, and I think there was this was about too upending our our campaign finance system, letting foreign influence into it of our of despots. Whatever. I mean, and and this guy had the gall to say, come out and say, well, but the rest of his career, you know, what what was the term he used, John? It was everybody was joking about it on Twitter. Blameless, blameless. Yeah, he was blameless. Like you and, could put and together. He was also generous too. Like he had a really great record of being generous and helping people. Now, yeah. Now we're going to bring this down from the thirty thousand foot level to reality. People are dead because of Paul Mann. He has empowered the worst regimes in the world. He was known as the torturer's lobby when he was with his lobbying firm. Here's a fun note. Roger Stone was also a part of that lobbying firm. Stone, Black, and Manafort. Um, where, where's Charlie Black these days? He had some he, really good taste in partners, that guy. Yeah. Um, and, um, and so, I mean, you go through the list of the worst tyrants. Marcos and I think Cece Seiko. And this guy advised them all found ways to 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 put a, a rose on the mass murder and torture and rape of people. Um, and then, of course, helped uh, a, a helped the Russians undermine a fair election in the Ukraine. And God knows how many people died because of that. He's a terrible human being. He's always been a terrible human being. And now we're only talking about what he's done internationally and not domestically. Right. Um, and this guy had the gall to say he was blameless the rest of his life. As as the uh, the, the truth of the matter would be, he should be blamed for an entire life of criminality, being a scumbag, being terrible for the body politic in this country. And so he gets 40 cents. Now, granted, we've got another judge looking at other aspects of what he did. I'm not, I'm not a lawyer. I don't fully understand why, what the difference is between what the two judges are doing. But that's Amy Berman Jackson, who has been much tougher uh, and will likely give him a much longer sentence. So in the end, justice will be served and the guy will probably serve 15 to 20 years in prison. But uh, well, the fact un- unless unless they serve uh, simultaneously, which people are saying that the other judges might do. Right. Of, of course, what I read was is that Mueller waited before re- making a recommendation purposely because I, they were suspicious that this judge would go light because of who he is. Yeah. And this can lead to a broader discussion about what we need to do in this country. Is it circuit court judges one in six now as a Trump appointee? I mean, it's absurd what Mitch McConnell has done and what Donald right. Trump have done. To put these young, they just put this completely unqualified on a party line vote. I can't think of her name, woman. Is, was it a circuit court, appellate court? She's 37 years old. Oh, Looking yeah. Looking at actuarial tables. They worked for the Alliance Defense Fund, which is the crazy. Uh, sort of Pat Robertson's version of the ACLU, just crazy stuff. Yeah. I mean, if you're looking at actuarial tables there, she theoretically, if she reaches RBG's age on that court, could still be on the court in 2075 probably. Like it's, it's, you know, I'm exaggerating maybe a bit, but not much. It's, um, it's, it's bad. Yep. I pulled up what the two trials are just to tell folks briefly. And yeah, uh, yes, you were right. Good. The first trial, the one we got con- uh, the, the sentencing for last night was in Virginia and it's for tax evasion, bank fraud and money laundering. Um, 18 charges, including five falsifications of income tax returns, failure to file foreign bank account reports. Ah, OK, because he was hiding his money abroad. Right. And whenever you have a foreign bank account, you've got to submit every year how much money you've got or your bank records so that you don't do exactly what he's doing is hiding it. And then you don't pay taxes on it. Right. Um, the, 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 the one in DC, and this is, I'm a little, excuse me. I'm a little curious as to the more, the details here. The one in DC is charges of conspiracy to defraud the United States. Curious what that is failing to register as a foreign agent. We knew about that money laundering again. I'm curious. So that's what, that's what um, Ellis is. That's his purview. All of the things you're listing now. Uh, this is Amy Berman Jackson. Oh, that's Amy Berman. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. I, Ellis, right. Ellis was the previous one. So basically, Ellis is tax fraud, more okay. or less. 
Okay. This, <clears throat> excuse me, the other one that hasn't gone forward yet or is still, you know, wait, it's been slowly starting. They did jury selection last September. That other case we're still waiting for is failure to register as a foreign agent, uh, conspiracy to defraud the U.S. And I'm curious what that is exactly. Money laundering, witness tampering, and making false statements. I think the conspiracy to defraud the U.S. is the, uh, the undermining of our elections. I think it's, uh, I well, think that's, that's what, what it is. I was is. thinking, but it's, it's, any case, doesn't matter. I mean, it, it's, it's pretty close to saying treason, actually, is what I mean. But I think that's what it's about in general. I think it's about, um, undermining confidence in her. I don't know, whatever point being, he's going to get a, probably a hefty sentence from her with and, a second trial. Exactly. And there's a good chance he's going to die in prison. I'm not saying that out of any joy. Right. I, I don't like the person. I think he's a loathsome creature. I try to not take pleasure in people's suffering, but, but if we're being objective and realistic, he will probably die in prison. He will, he'll certainly reach if he, unless he manages to live to like his late eighties, early nineties. Um, and uh, I have a feeling they're not going to be big fans of his in prison. But, you know, we'll see. Point is, justice will eventually be served. But you can't look at this without looking at how criminal our system is. And people, thankfully, on Twitter, I'm sure other places have been sharing stories. You know, there's the woman in Texas who got five years for voting when she shouldn't have voted. And she thought she had the right to vote. Apparently, she didn't. And they charged her with fraud. There's the guy who shoplifted, you know, $100 from a Walmart or somewhere. It was in The Guardian. I can't remember where he was. He got seven years. I mean, and again, so I, all I, of their all of their examples last night of non. I share on the I serve on the board of the Ohio Innocence Project. I try not to burden this show with some of the stuff that I've seen, except for when it's relevant. Obviously, what well, you know, some of the things I've seen and and heard, it it, it will it will completely make you have zero faith in our system. Right. Uh, I mean, I'm not a revolutionary, as I say often, because you never know what's on the other side of a revolution. I'm not talking about like that kind of thing, but I really would say as close to completely replacing our justice system as possible is what we need to do. I mean, I like there are precedents there that are good ones, uh, but the people have been failing our system. They've been bringing in their own white supremacy, uh, their own biases, their own whatever. And we, we have to have a better way of doing it than the way we're doing it because it's not working. To hear the rest of this episode, become a premium subscriber to the Unprecedented Podcast by going to patreon.com slash unprecedentedpodcast. And with a $5 a month or more subscription, you not only support the show, but you get access to this episode and all of our premium episodes, including all of our great guests. Thanks so much for joining us. We really appreciate your support.